because it's a racism angle. Right. That me, and the, the media pretends they hate racism, but trust me. That, yeah, they, they use it. They love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love So even if they had five people who did that online, they would find those posts and now make it a wall-to-wall story. No, no. England has a, had a, has a very talented team. They have a very limited coach. I am not sure that the fact that Sancho, Rashford, and Saka were all black and the Woody wants to miss the penalties was a source of great contention amongst a significant number of people. Mm. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I, I would think that um, the UK is definitely a more outwardly racist. Or you'll, be, you'll probably find a greater proportion of, of outwardly racist people in the UK. Um... I think it's more embedded in their culture to be that way. Hey, welcome back. It's the Alternative Perspectives podcast, the app 868. Look for us on any social media platform possible. I probably not any, but most <laughs> of them, of course. And um, today, we have Jude on the inside again with us. And it's to discuss something... For two reasons. Jude is one of the people I know really into sports and uh, tends to be a bit unbiased, except when it comes to Barca. <laughs> yeah, anything with Barca, he tends to lean to the Barca side. Um, and also, being a person who lived in the UK for a while. And yeah, so we discussing the Euros, right? Mm. And sorry, there as as your phone buzzed. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah check trying, yours. Yeah, yeah. No, no problem. And I, and I never put this on silent before. No, I can't right, yeah. use, use this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we we deal with the euros, and of course the the racism stuff or the racist stuff that came out of it. Um, <laughs> uh, the thing is, some people are saying that's how it always was. Um, mm. of course you might be able to to give me some. Some light on that. Some light on that. Well, not as a not as a former footballer, <laughs> <laughs> not as a former professional athlete. But yeah, okay, right. Mm. So, first of all, Euros. What right. you thought about how the competition ran? I mean, I I, w- I watched a couple of games. A lot of games went into penalties. Yeah. Um. Is it? Do you think it's because the teams were so good that they drag, you know, the game right on, or they think they just weren't good enough to score? You know. Um. Well, I mean, uh, some of the games that went to penalties were high scoring. Right. From France and Switzerland, both was three three and mm. two penalties. Um, Spain and um, who Spain beat boy? Uh, I think it was Czech Republic. Might have been Czech Republic. I think that came back from three one, just mm. like Switzerland right, did, yeah. and went to, to penalties. So not only the penalty, the, the mm. games that went to penalties were low scoring, but in terms of how the competition went, I, I think people overrate any competition. I there are a lot of things I didn't like about it. Now. This format of having it in different countries was a special occasion thing. And it was decided on before COVID. So right. I guess they didn't anticipate that. Well, I know they didn't anticipate that they wouldn't have be able to fill the stadiums mm-hmm. with fans in, in, in all right, of the yeah. countries, right? So that made it kind of dumb. Because to watch mm-hmm. a game in Hungary the, the, where the, there were apparently no restrictions on the crowd... And then they watch a game being played in Germany where's you know, half a half empty stadium. So that was kind of stupid. Um, I don't like that travel format anyway, but I guess it was made worse because of COVID. Right. Um, I don't like the fact that they added more teams to the mix. Um, this extra round, they, for, I don't know if you might have known, but 
the Euros never had a round of 16 before. It was just group stage to quarters right. to semis, mm -hmm. right? But they've added, um, they've allowed uh, more teams to qualify this time. So it went, eight more teams to qualify. So it went from uh, 16 to begin with to 24. Right. And so I didn't, like, I didn't need to see North Macedonia, <laughs> you know, and Slovenia. I didn't need to see those teams involved in the competition. I don't think it added anything to the competition. Um, as for the football on show, it was generally good. Um, even the games that went to penalties, most of them were you saw some high quality football. Um, just good, 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 good offensive um, play, but also good defensive play. So, as a competition, I think it was good. And it I think the, the best team won in the end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, the team that played the best throughout the competition, France, was probably the best team in terms right. of the composition of talent. But the team that played the best throughout the competition, in my opinion, won. Okay. No. Hmm. I think you know chip off. Half of England again, <laughs> right? I could kill us both, right? <laughs> <laughs> but so, so what you're saying is that people who, who believe in England had a, a good chance might have just been a bit delusional. No, no, England has a had a has a very talented team. They have a very limited coach, right? Who has a very restricted idea of how he can progress in competitions, and he thinks in order to progress in competitions, the teams have to be solid defensively. And there's a way to do that, but still be entertaining on the counter-attack, but he couldn't figure that out. Mm -hmm. So he just had the team playing within themselves as opposed to as much as, being as deadly right. as it could have been. So England, talent-wise, after France, I think England is probably the most talented team. Okay, okay, because yeah. um, I know it's Roy Keane. Um, one of them... One of them Commentators, uh, uh, no, one of, the, one of the bigger players, one of the older, more mature players on the English side. You mean Harry Kane? Harry Kane, yeah, okay. Harry Kane, yeah. Mm. Um, Harry Kane, I heard people saying that he wasn't getting the, the, the type of football he's accustomed the service, to. Yeah. yeah, that he would get when playing for Tottenham. Yeah, there was no Hong Son Min, Hong Min Son, sorry, right, to, 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 to provide him with the, 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 the runs and the balls forward. Well, they just played a completely different style, mm -hmm. although. Well, I don't want to get too much into the weeds, but with respect to Tottenham, that style of football was kind of lacking towards the end there when Mourinho was there. So, but before Mourinho, when they were under Pochettino, Harry Kane would have been a, grown accustomed to a style of ball that the English team certainly wasn't playing. And that's why he didn't score as much right. goals and, as and, people ex expected. And also a lot of people are bad talking him because they're saying he has wasting time on the pitch. Well, I mean, he... he in, in, the first, in the group stage, I think he could have been a little bit more clinical. He wasn't getting good service, but there were some chances he had that he fluffed. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think it's his fault. The, the, the English team generally focused too much on being compact and defensive and hoping that Sterling did something on the run mm -hmm. and would make his way into the box and square to Harry Kane. And that was about all they were hoping for. And, well, let's jump into the end result now. Right. Um, because you you're saying the 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 coach might have fumbled, right? Or, or might have he did. Well, I, I, well, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. But you you that's your opinion. That's, yeah, right? Okay, right. Because, my, but in my opinion, yes, he's definitely to blame. Yes. Because the thing is, people would say, well, he didn't miss the penalties, or he he, he should never have gotten the penalties. If you did, you see the game? Um, no, right. no, I didn't see the game. England went ahead in the first three minutes. Three. Definitely, I can't remember exactly when, but by the end of the first five minutes of the game, they were ahead. Mm. And they were ahead and playing all over Italy because they have greater athleticism. The players are faster and fitter than Italy. 
And I also think that Mancini started with a back four that wasn't ready. They didn't expect um, um, Southgate to start Trippier and Trippier to be causing all them problems down the wing. Now, the first, the goal, not the first, the only goal England mm. scored was essentially a, a, a connection between fullbacks. The ball went from one fullback to the other, from Trippier to Shaw, and Shaw, with a clinical finish, put them ahead. Mm -hmm. And for 20 minutes, they was playing all over Italy, and they had Italy on the run. Italy didn't know how to cope with their pace. And because England, because the, the team, the, the players are so athletic, I mean, they're talented too, but they are generally, they were... In, at least in that game especially, they were much more athletic than, than Italy. Italy could not, when they pressed, when England hunted the ball, Italy didn't have the, the, the knock-in that they had earlier in the tournament against other teams. Spain did it too. Spain pressured them um, and, and caused, pressed them high up the field mm. and caused them the same problems. And England were even better equipped to do that because they had much better players. But England never had another shot on goal. Right. They scored in the first five minutes and never had another shot on goal all game long. England had, in terms of household names, you could call. I, I, I remember when I saw Marcus Rashford coming on to take the mm -hmm. penalty, I was like, oh, shit, I forget he just, I forget he played. <laughs> and if you could call Marcus Rashford as a star player for Manchester United. Right, yeah. Jaden Sancho, well, he's now a Manchester United player, but he was well sought after. He's a big, big, he was a big, big star at Borussia Dortmund. They have um, Calvert-Lewin, who was on the bench. I don't think I ever saw him make an appearance during the, the, the Euros. He had talent galore attacking talent right, galore, right. and yet still only looked extremely good when they played ukraine mm -hmm. you understand that's the only game where they, they looked in control and running rampant and scoring left right mm -hmm. and center every other game they were within themselves and so i i can't blame anybody but the coach for the fact that they couldn't they even allow that game to go to penalties because they shouldn't they shouldn't have all right so game reach penalties mm -hmm. manchua Mm -hmm. ball gets saved even though I am there's no I know your stance on penalties and how penalties should be taken right yes. and mm -hmm. I mean I know you you, you always say that there are ways mm -hmm. that if a penalty is taken properly most likely the keeper yes. won't be able to catch it won't be able to stop yes. it no keeper is stopping it if you take it properly right you don't have to play these stupid games with pick a side and fake the keeper and mm -hmm. all that you don't need to start you could care less what the keeper does you pick you could point to where you're hitting it mm -hmm. and if you hit it properly I mean, okay. Okay, if your point, then he will move more to yeah. that side. But you, you get my point. If mm -hmm. you could make up your mind where you're going, no matter regardless of what the, the, the keeper does, and if you shoot it properly, goal. Harry Kane showed that. Ma, um, um, Maguire mm -hmm. showed that when he took his penalty. Although his is was kind of high, I would normally yeah, you yeah, know, no, you really blow and hard. low, low and hard. But the but the spot he chose almost impossible for a keeper, even if Donnarumma, I think Donnarumma went the right way in the, team, mm. in, 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 the, in the case of Maguire, but he still couldn't stop that. I saw a lot of people even for the Vs. In, yes, yeah, yes, in, yes. In, the, in, in mostly penalty shots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, one, the ones who, 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 who picked the side before the shot, most of them were going for the Vs. Yeah, yeah. So, so for the people who don't know, the Vs is the top corner, mm -hmm. the right angle on both sides, right? Yeah. Left view or right view, whatever, right? Yeah. So, but, all right, so then... We have Saka, who penalty was saved. Mm -hmm. Some people say he kicked too soft. Some people say it didn't go wide enough. I I I I think he he didn't kick with conviction. I think he was he was he was scared, mm -hmm. and he picked a side before he ran up to the to the ball, and which is all right. But when you do that, you need to you need to hit with conviction. You need to execute. And he didn't hit with conviction. I think he hit half heartedly. No, a lot of people saying he was scared, but um. And and as he, they 
on Brilliant Idiots, they were debating. And now, obviously, Brilliant Idiots is not one of the places you listen for them to debate football, right? Yeah. Because... And they were called soccer. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, right? Yeah. But what they were saying, because somebody was saying that, okay, he is only 19. Mm-hmm. Um, he should not have been put in that position. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is saying, no, no, at the end of the day, you're getting big boy money. Mm-hmm. You're rolling with the big boys, so you should be able to, you, they should be I, able I, to I, put I'm in. I'm not so sure about Kyle Saka making big boy money yet. Well, no, not, not big yeah, boy yeah. money. Yeah, 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 you understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, but you're on the same level. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. This, in this situation, yes. as you're a city player, so you should, anybody well, could call on you at any point in time to do. Well, the, the, what the word coming out, well, what I've heard people saying is that, um, uh, they in training they had um, competitions with penalties and Saka was the best. Serious. So that's why he w- was he elected to go last and he and the coach allowed him to go last because wow. he was the best kicker. In fact, it, the 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 five that were chosen were chosen because they were the. That's why he was trying so hard to get. Um, um, Sancho and Rashford on right because they weren't on the field. Before the penalties right, were taken, yeah. they, so he they were substituted, which is again irritating. You should be bringing on Sancho and Rashford to to bring an extra spark to win a game. Mm-hmm. He had those two talented players on the bench and only put them on to take penalties because, well, for those who know, don't if if by the end of the, yeah. the uh, by the end of the extra time whistle, a player isn't on the field, they can't take penalties. So right. It would only be of the players that were on the that field. That one, if you right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. So it has happened. Mm-hmm. And outrage right I after. I don't believe that. No, what's that? You don't believe her? I don't believe there was outrage. Okay, so yeah. because I mean, I, I, based on what I've been seeing on social media, they show you some some square like where the game was playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, well, first of all, it, it it seemed like the first outrage was between um, Italian fans. Oh, oh, you mean outrage at the loss in general? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah. And then. Somehow turn into some sort of racial and right. racist right. outrage. That that part that's the part I'm not I'm not certain about. So so but I mean but when you say you you're not certain that it actually physically happened because obviously you would have seen us other things online. Right. Where, yeah. Right. No, okay. What I'm saying is, I am not sure that the fact that Sancho, Rashford, and Saka were all black and the Woody wants to miss the penalties was a source of great contention amongst a significant number of people. Mm. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that... Listen, when that game... When the, when the game was being played, I was watching it with my wife. Mm. And because I don't think in those terms, obviously, I didn't pay attention to the fact that the, the, the three that missed were the black players. It's only when, just before the trophy was handed out, they, they 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 had a shot of the three of them next to each other mm. on the field, kind of consoling each other. And it's, it's only then I realized, oh shucks, oh shit, it's, it's only black boys miss, and Kane and Maguire, only white. Oh, somebody's gonna make a big deal about that. Right. And I turned to Catherine and I said, listen, people are gonna look to find the people who make a big deal about that, and they're gonna make a big deal about those people. And so said, so done. I am not sure that there is any significant degree of, 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 I want to be careful with what I'm saying. I don't believe that it is as big a deal as people are making it out to be. Because, um, 
obviously you started to see in WhatsApp groups here locally and um there's a girl who I know who lives in the UK. She's from Trinidad, but she lives in the UK a while now and mm. she um she posted that somebody's son or some kind of thing was going to Wow. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's son was going to school, a black young man and, mm. and but then how are you gonna be going to school? School in class? But anyhow, <laughs> right? <laughs> and um he got he got beaten up because I, I, he, listen, I, he is black. I, 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 I don't, I've, look, you see, and the thing is, I don't want to come out as if I'm defending England in general mm. or, or I'm saying that those sorts of things don't happen. But I'm a grown enough person to know that people love to make those things into a big deal and mm. not each and every one of them should be believed. Right. Right. Um, listen, let me... Let me explain what I'm trying to say, right? We have, a, we have to learn as a society to stop taking the bait of the media. Right. Because the media likes to set the agenda. They have agendas, and not all of them need to be nefarious agendas. When I say nefarious, it doesn't need to be a political or ideological mm. one. Mostly times, it's money, right? Mm. You know, they're corporations, they want to make money. And in the media, what makes money? Stories with legs, things right. that get people emotionally charged up. So... There are always going to be people who are going to look for those things and magnify them greater than, you know, they mm-hmm. need to be magnified. I don't know if you watched the game. Well, so you say you didn't watch the game. But during the I game... I saw pieces of it. I, 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 what was I doing? I, I was busy and I, I remember stopping by somebody and I saw a piece playing right. and I went somewhere else and the next piece was playing. Yeah. Right. During the game, there was a pitch invader. Right? Now... If you were not paying very close attention to the game, you could have missed that completely. Mm-hmm. If you were one of those people who, which, which seems to be the norm now, to watch a football game while online, constantly in a, right. talking with people in a group or something, you would not have noticed that there was a pitch invader. Because, as you might know, the camera crews yeah, are always told not, not to focus on yeah. them. From, if, they could, if they could get zero... If, if they get any... any, any, any um, any time on air, it was by accident. It's because mm. they ran into the frame of a camera that happened to be right. the shot selected yeah. at the time before somebody noticed them. In this case, that didn't happen. So it had to be explained why the game was stopped mm. because it's like, what's going on here? And then the commentator had to mention, well, there's a person and of course, we're not going to show them. The reason why that is, as you would know, is because there's a concerted effort to not encourage people to do that mm-hmm. because... They're trolls. They're generally yeah. trolls. You know, they're, they're doing it for is a bet or something, or they have some slogan that they mm. want to, 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 to be or they um, just want to get promoted. Or they're right, you know? And so you take away the motivation for doing that by not giving them what they're looking for. But when these things happen, a tiny minority of people take the opportunity to be trolls, mm-hmm. to make a big deal and to racially abuse. Right. And instead of us doing the same thing, we magnify that. Right. We give that wall-to-wall coverage. We are kind of doing it right now. Mm-hmm. That was a competition. We should be arguing about whether Donnarumma really deserved the player, the tournament. It should be Kiesa, in my opinion, it should be Kiesa. You know? mm-hmm. So um, this is what we should be talking about. But things, you know why it appeared on Brilliant Idiots? You know why they would be talking about it? Because there's a racism angle. Right. That ne- and the, the media pretends they hate racism. Trust me. That, yeah, they, they use it. They love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love So even if they had five people who did that online, they would find those posts 
and now make it a wall-to-wall story. And they'll pretend that they're doing it because they're trying to shine a light on racism as if we need to know racism exists. If we didn't know about that, we wouldn't know racism mm. exists. You know what I mean? So it's not about shining a light. It's not about, you know, about look it, bringing it to an end. Because how are you going to bring that to an end? How are you going to stop people from being... Well, I, I, I mean, you know me. I have always said that you, you can't stop people from being racist, no matter what you do, because that's deep in the heart. Yeah, and if it's in the heart, it's in the, it's in it, the heart. It, it, so what, what, are, what are we... This wasn't, okay, it happened on the field mm. or it happened... No, this happened on social... So what are we going to do now? We're mm. going to ban social media? We're going to... Well, how fa- are we, Facebook came out and said that they, um, that they would have been putting an extra effort into... Screening, I guess, posts and uh, anything that surrounds racism. You and, know, and, what, and, and then w- when they do that, what happens? It changes the minds of the people saying those no, things. No, but I also think that the, the reason Facebook posts that is because Facebook wants to be in the media too. Well, well and, and I mean, they will be every because everybody always looks to blame somebody. So mm. they will blame when it happens on the field, they blame the football association. You should be doing more to fight mm. this. And now that it happens online, they'll turn to somebody, well, you should be doing more to fight this. So everybody's going to, okay, I'm going to play this little stripping song and dance with you and pretend that I'm going to do something. But ultimately, what are we doing here? And what if even if now I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying racist abuse didn't take place. And mm-hmm. I'm not even saying that it's okay. I'm not. That's not the point I'm mm. making. The point is, how much of a story is it? And are we making it into a story because we love to talk about that kind well, of thing? Well, I think one of the, one of the reasons I think this had some degree of impact is because okay, for the last couple of years mm-hmm. when you talk about racism it was mainly with the US right and nobody's really outright and outwardly racist in most situations you would say you know someone saying mm-hmm. a, a white police kill a black man oh you I mean, mean you mean they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't point at something that was definitively racist right okay but because some of these statements that came out mm-hmm. which we don't know I mean at the end of the day it have it have white people that could put out or it have black people who put well, out things and like you know that. the funny thing is a, a media organization in the UK, a vex, I can't remember it now, but I, I mean, you could probably put it in the show notes mm. if you want. But they did an analysis, and the vast majority of those posts came from accounts with users based in India, Pakistan, and the UAE. Mm. The vast majority, I think, I, I don't want to misspeak, but it was definitely over 80%, came from users from those places. So when you think about, we are making this into a British racism thing. Mm-hmm. When the, for at least from the post they analyzed on Twitter or wherever it was, mm. it wasn't even. And a lot of these, a lot of these, these, these accounts were from. Were, you might you might even be wondering if they're real accounts. Right, they yeah. might be troll accounts, bot accounts, it's mm. accounts with like twelve followers, thirteen. But you think the media cares about that? No, they just want to find any example of it so they could make it into. Well, let's now all talk nonstop about how and 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 let's. Let's amplify something that we ultimately we have no control over. Right now, so one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you about it because now you start hearing people saying, um, "UK was always more more racist than than, than the US and and yeah, and, and yeah those, but I, I would agree. Right. Well, so that is where I wanted to get into. Yeah, you lived there for a period of time. Yeah. You know what your experiences may have been, and you're hearing music in the background. So clearly, we do need to put our bed and eyes because somebody's. <laughs> Playing music. Sanchez, isn't yeah, you understand? Sanchez organistic, some sort, yeah. So this part probably can't go on YouTube, it'll get flagged. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> normal, normal, we are recording in a house and mm-hmm. some unruly people are playing music. <laughs> we, get, we, get, we get entertainment. Yeah. Entertainment. Right? Um, yeah, so 
like what like what your experiences were because you were you have mm. been to the US you have been to the UK mm-hmm. right um i haven't reached the UK yet mm-hmm. somebody was here just earlier on ch- and trying to explain to me or trying to tell me that the UK is better than the US mm-hmm. um experience experience wise as a tourist i would also agree with that um yes, yes and you have told me that and and mm-hmm. edward harper told me that and yes. i just find it real hard to believe but hey yeah. but you have been in in well, both I, places I, I, it, will, it will depend on your taste but right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so but you have been in both places mm-hmm. and based on your experience mm-hmm. um yeah i i would think that um the uk is definitely a more outwardly racist or you'll be you'll probably find a greater proportion of of outwardly racist people in the uk um i think it's more embedded in their culture to be that way uh i think they just generally this is the impression i got Mm -hmm. um now this is not in metropolitan london right right london is a different thing um london people first of all they're not nobody in london is not used to seeing minorities so Mm. it's not like if they're going to be they, they, they don't live in a world where a minority is really a minority. Most of London is... If they combine all the minorities, they'll probably be the majority. So Serious? I'm not sure about that. Right, but, 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 but yeah, it, yeah, it's but, not like the US, where the US is still at least 60%. Well, yeah. but but that would be... This is London, I'm talking about, yeah. the UK. Right, So yeah. in London, I, they, it, it, I would believe that if they were to put together all of the quote-unquote minorities, they may probably get close to the white population, okay. especially now. Um, because obviously I, I left there some time ago and it, it's, mm. it's gotten more diverse since right. then, right? Um, but outside of London, yes, I, I encountered quite a lot of people who seem to have a little bit less inclination to be politically correct. Okay. Yes, that's what you find. I think, now I've never been, now you see the thing is, I've never been to parts of the states that they say are the worst, right? So I've never been, they would, you know, they always paint places like Alabama mm-hmm. um, as, you know, some of the worst places in terms of racism. racism. Okay. So I've never been there. So I can't compare to that. And but, to be fair, I've never been anywhere not metropolitan in the States. Okay. But outside of London, it is, it, it, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> See, yes. Yes. But yes. so bad that, that you could fear for your life? No. Or? No. Well, the only time I, I I feared for my life was in in a in a a, a part of London where uh, at, at that time uh, trying to remember the, the name of the party now um, there's a party that is generally associated with racism um, of course I, I don't know why I can't remember the name of the party now but mm-hmm. it's a it's, it's a kind of a, like a British nationalist party and Enfield at the time was a stronghold for that party and. Um, I remember once I was, I went to a chicken shop, uh, well, a place to sell chicken and chips. Right? Okay, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And, um, they, they, and I was waiting in line and I saw there was a, a Pakistani guy. Well, I don't know if it was Pakistani, it was East Asian, mm-hmm. right? But they would, they call them Pakis, right? right? So he went in and a, a, a white boy skipped him in line and listen i don't know how much his race had to do with it but the point is they started racially abusing him before they got into the fight and they beat him up and i left because i didn't want to be then they realized oh look okay yeah so that's the only time i really feared for my life but serious like so it was is it that there was so so many of them because i mean uh, yeah yeah it was 
the thing is, because I'd heard a lot about Enfield and about that, how to be careful around there. And so when I went, I, you know me, I, I generally have a kind of fearless disposition. So right, you, tell yeah, exactly. not, yeah. you tell me not to go there and I, pff, I do business, I, okay, I go in. And, but then when I saw that happen, now, like I say, how much you guys race had to do with it, I'm not 100% certain. I don't know if they, they knew him from before, but it didn't mm. seem so. And it just seemed like they were drunk and they were looking for a fight. And, but I didn't want them to see, to see me and then be like, oh, well, let's pick a fight with him too because mm-hmm. he looks different from us. So that was the only time I was ever fearful for my life, per se. And that was in Enfield, that part of London. But outside of... No, what you'll find out, or what I encountered outside, was just a lot of people who were not very interested in being politically correct. So they would say things that you would think they, they would know better than to say. Well, things like what I mean... Well, well first of all, they, they would refer to you as a nigger. Like... Oh, like, hey, nigger, come here. Hey, well, hey, no, nigger, no, or, no. Like, they would see you and say, we don't normally see a lot of niggers around here but no no <laughs> yeah and it sounds very sh- I, I don't want, i don't want to try to mock the accent but it's like, really. it, sounds, it sounds very strange coming from because you know i i'd always heard that term spoken by americans right so you, 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 you generally you have how it sounds it sounds really it sounded really much more much harsher <laughs> when they spoke it in a british no, accent no because yeah. Yeah, here's the thing right now i am not one of the people who subscribe to people of a certain race shouldn't use certain words Right. I'm not one of people who subscribe to that. Mm. I, I think that is racist in its own mm-hmm. to tell somebody because you're that color, you mm. cannot do mm-hmm. this, yeah. right? Yes. Um, nevertheless, is it that they were using that term? Like, for instance, let me, let me draw it. Let me bring it to Trinidad and Guyana. Mm-hmm. In Guyana, or even in in in, in England, they would see it's an Indian and say, and they say coolie. No, well, there's, there's called coolie people like you, mixed race, mm. yeah, right? So they wouldn't call it Indian. Okay, okay, coolie, right. coolie means. Dogla, what we would refer to okay, as Dogla. Right. Yeah, yeah. But in Guyana, it is called... And here, it is called... Right? It's a derogatory term to refer to. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. So is no, it no, 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 no. They know very well. Serious. What, they, now, they may not be necessarily trying to disrespect you, but they don't think that you deserve the respect to not say it. That, okay. that, that is what I found alarming. The fact that they don't even... I, they, know it's, they know it's not a good thing to say. They know... But it, it's almost like they, they have such little respect for you that they don't even feel like they need to put on a pretense. Okay. You know what I mean? As I said, they, they, they aren't interested in being politically correct. Now, you could say some people might appreciate that. They, they prefer that you be outward in how you mm. feel about me. Um, whatever. I mean, you know me. I, I, these things don't bother me. So I'm just referring... Right. I'm just relaying what took place. I did, none of those things devastated me. I mean, the one time I think I, I told you about the time when I was doing the door knocking job. Right, right. Yeah. That one was kind of upsetting, but that was mainly because I was doing a job I was feeling kind of ashamed about. And on top of that, this person referred to me as a nigger. So it, 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 that bothered me, but generally those things don't bother me, right? I, I, I find if you're, if you're a grown man and you're offended by being called a wood, then something's kind of wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But I know that that saying that will offend other people. <laughs> but you know me again i don't yeah. give a shit so but it i'm just saying that's what happened because this is what i'm trying to figure out when they say this is what they're saying it to, to make you react and when you react then they, they well sometimes i think i think some of them might have been saying it to see if i would not really react fight because these aren't young people you know it's mm. mainly older people that i encountered in the countryside um and they would they, they just like i remember there was this um uh, i was in uh lincolnshire yeah, as in Lincolnshire, a part of Lincoln. I can't remember. I can't remember the part of the town in Lincolnshire mm. now. But I was there, and 
it was me and another black fella, and he's huge. He's bigger than me, and I, well, yeah, bigger than me in both height and size, right? And you're you're how old? Six, six three, right? And I think he's about six five, wow. right? Mm. So you know, we would stick out mm-hmm. in a British countryside <laughs> area. Now there was, um, well, there were I think two or three white fellas with us, but in in we would stick out like a sore thumb. And for whatever reason, we had, be- we had become broken away from them. And we went into, uh, um, I can't remember, we were going into the post office to get, but I think it was stationary or something. And we went into the post office. And the lady behind the counter was like, she v- looked visibly mm. perturbed, you mm. know what I mean? And she said something to the effect of, I want to get rid of you guys fast, quickly. And I was like, well, what was that supposed to mean? Mm-hmm. And well, the other guy, the guy who was with me, he's, well, he's a British citizen now. He's from Trinidad, but yeah. he's a British citizen now. I think he was a British citizen, British citizen even then. So he, I, I, you know, he was very acclimated into the culture. So he was like, no, nah, no, nah, forget, don't, don't worry about it. I was like, what she mean by that? And, but she was quite clear that she didn't want us in there for very long. So is it safe to say that all the people with these hang-ups in the U.S. and anywhere else in the world, if you go there, you'll be putting a tail between your leg a lot across there? Like, you know how long I left there, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gotten better. Um, but most, you see, the thing is because of, I don't want to go into what I was doing there and right. the things I was involved in, so that's why I would have had a much different experience to most people. Most people from here, when they go, they'll be in cities, they'll be in Birmingham, right. Liverpool, Manchester, um, London. So they would never... Probably, exp- you'll get little one or two things. And the thing is, the problem, you know, the thing in actually in London, the most racism I ever received wasn't even from white people, it wasn't from English people, it was from Asian, East Asian people, okay. it was from Indian, Pakistani, Bangladeshi. Those sorts of people were the people who were the most, I think, outwardly racist to me. Not, not those who were, who were British, not those of, of right. Asia, East Asian descent, but in actual citizens or of India and, and mm-hmm. Pakistan and those places, they were the ones that I received a lot from in London. In London, generally, white people, they keep it at bay. You know, okay. they, they, <laughs> you know they, they, political correctness mm. is in full force. Right. So they may think or want to say, but you're not generally going to encounter that. But outside of London, yeah. No, those racist encounters that you would have had mm. with these East Asian people, mm-hmm. what that was like, like what happened or, or... Well, it was because they, in London, they own a lot of things called off-licenses, which are like corner shops, mini-marts kind of things. And they would, like, they would have somebody behind the counter and then they would have a, a guy who would stand by the door and as soon as you walk in, he's following you around, right? And then if you... I remember, well, a friend of mine, another Trinidadian, who would harass them now by picking up things and pretending to put it in his pocket. And <laughs> you understand? And then they will come and they'll harass me. Like, look at my hand, look at my hand. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. they'll, and, and when you do that, they, start, they say what they think. Oh, you little, you little so-and-so, you come here and you steal and you... Blah, blah, blah. But, but, right, right, so is it that... Is because I think, I mean, we like to talk about racism and play the, mm. the victim card mm-hmm. when it comes to racism the most. Mm-hmm. But we, we don't like to accept that sometimes... The, the stereotype exists for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, but I mean, whether it's debate that I'm not here to debate whether the stereotype yeah. exists or not. But what I'm just saying is, they were the ones who would be the most. They would not feel the need to cover it up. Like mm. most times, white people would be as at least those there would know, even if they think that, like even if they think, oh, I think these guys is bandits, or they would keep that. They would pretend, oh no, I, I know, I, I have no reason to feel uncomfortable around you. But the others, they would 
be outright and nah like no don't come in here at a certain time don't come in here yeah yeah, yeah. after a certain time they like the last hour when they be, when they close off no no don't come in here don't come they'll serve you from outside what wow. you want and they'll bring it for you and it, oh, yeah, wow so yeah. when people in the u.s thought that they had it bad it mm. could it could be much worse somewhere else. Yes, as I say, maybe in other parts of the states it, yeah. it was, but you know, we I've never been anywhere but yeah, New York, Miami. Them I mean, I definitely, in his, I want to go to the states and probably go all around the states mm-hmm. driving mm-hmm. at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, yeah. Um, to see what that would be like. Yeah, I, I, I well, not I, the racism, but to see what the experience <laughs> would be like. I, I, I would love to go to a small town, to a small mid to to, to middle America, mm-hmm. and just to see how it is, and uh, you know. As you say, not to experience <laughs> people calling you a bad name. Yeah, but, you know, you know just, yeah, just to, to see what the experience is like. And yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, now, for me, I've been to the US uh, uh, a few times, mm-hmm. good bit of times, and I have never experienced racism from any white person or felt it in any way, to, mm-hmm. right? Um, I've gotten poor service from mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. like black people, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um for me in this country locally um the one i the one racist experience i could remember was in tobago actually mm-hmm. um back then young and wild so i tried to chat up a, a young girl in in um was it chefs yeah that chef saw the 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 arabian place next to mm-hmm. it. um the micro point there. and the girl watched her and she's like wait now is that Trinidadian? We don't like Trini. Mm. And she touched, and she actually take her hand and touch my head, my mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and is that Indian too? Mm-hmm. We ain't like Indian. <laughs> but I'm not Indian. I, I'm mixed, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we don't like Indian. Oh, this oh, this from a black to be going. A black to be going. Right? Right, right. And I was like, wow. And to me, that is the only racist experience I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucky you. <laughs> you well, lucky. well, I mean, you, you would have had yours in in England, mm. but, you no, have but had, I've had that here right too. here. Yeah, yeah. In from interactions with Indian people, yes. Serious? Yeah, yeah. I never. But I mean, I, I guess it would. It may not be the same for me because. Uh, well, right. Yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They see you and think you're one of the people. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I've had many, many. Not okay. Uh, let me not exaggerate. Mm. But I've, I've had. At, at least in my lifetime, at least 10 racist encounters with Indians. Here. In Trinidad? In Trinidad wow. and Tobago. Yes, right here. And I think I told you about a couple mm-hmm. of them. I think I told you about the time by Price Mart. I remember them yeah. when you Price Mart. I had a run in when I was in the first year of school. Real issues, real issues, real issues. I want to delve into all yeah, of them. Yeah, right yeah, now, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I, you know, because, you know, um, no, because as, the, as I said, the talk just came up. Because you know we just try to stay away from the racism thing too much because our views on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. A little bit. You see, because what I want to make clear is, despite all of that, I do, do racism doesn't factor into my brain as one of those things that I worry about on a daily basis. Right. You know, I mean, other people make it into their world. I don't, and people feel you should make it into your in, into your world, and I, it does, I don't make that into my. And I, I also believe is something that if you look for it, you, if you, you look for it, you'll you'll find no shortage of it. Yeah. Um. And if you if you want to make it some pivotal thing in your life, then you could do that. Mm-hmm. I just choose not to. I, you know, um. I don't use that as, uh. For instance, I just mentioned you have had mm-hmm. run-ins with Indian people. I don't use that as a reason for me to be like, well, now that I'm going into this 
Indian establishment or feel away or act mm. away. You know, it, it, I, I don't go into these situations with any preconceived ideas. So if right. I go in and you are harsh to me, okay, you're not harsh to me, all right, don't I, make a difference. Yeah, the thing is, I, and, I do, and I hope no one misunderstands what I'm saying. I don't see racist people as a problem, or I shouldn't say as a problem. I don't see the racism in them as a problem. Mm-hmm. I just think you're a shitty person. You understand? That's why I see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if it wasn't racist, you would have be a shitty person in the next week. You would you would look for other differences. If it was more race, it would yeah. be my height. It would be where something I'm from, else. Where, what part of the country are from? What country are from? What the, yeah? I, I get and what you're so, saying. So and, and that's why I'd be like. Oh, so if you're a shitty person, you're a shitty person. And if if you decide to show that shit in in, in using race, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just shitty. Yeah. Right? I, and, I, I hear you. And and for me, that's what I do and press on. I, I just do I don't think there's a great deal of profit to be derived from focusing on something that I can't change or control. True. I, there's nothing I could do that could make could change how somebody feels about me. Period. Well, well I should I, I shouldn't say that, but there is, there is v- very little that I could do to make people who don't know me feel different about me. Mm-hmm. And even if you know me, I don't know if I want to put all that effort into making you feel differently about me. So why am I making it a, a, a concern of mine? You know, um, I don't understand why I should view somebody calling me a nigger any worse than any other insult they could use. Exactly, yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? So I, I'm not saying it's a pleasant thing to hear, especially if I know you're saying it to be insulting. But it wouldn't be any different if you call me ugly. It's, it's, mm. To me, it's just you're insulting me. And I, how I deal with that is either I insult you back or if we're not in that, if the, the situation calls for it, I just walk off or mm. whatever. But I don't understand why I should feel, I should break down. Well, the thing for me, um, I always say, he who vexes you controls you. and I am, Precisely. I will not let y- you, you con- yeah, Because yeah. the reality is, and and I think some people will like the people in in, in as you're talking about in England and whatnot. Some of them will know, hey boy, this is this is one this, thing that will push his button. This right? is this is and this is what this is why I'm, I'm bringing it back to the sports thing. I don't know if you watched the game against between Trinidad and Mexico in the Gold Cup. Right. Um, no, but as taking in a lot of these stuff online. Um, the stoppage so of the game. So that, no, actually, tweets some like apparently some Mexicans were tweeting. They were saying. Mm-hmm. So I see any tweets coming up and whatnot. Tweets in, tweeting one. <laughs> um, what racist about, things? Yeah, racist right. things. Yeah. And that's another thing. You know, I've been to Mexico, and I told you about mm-hmm. how they, they, when they see you, every black they, because you're black, they call you Will Smith, mm-hmm. and hey, come here, and they start to, they start to, they start to they, you know, the people, the little people who are trying to hawk stuff off on you. Mm-hmm. They, they, they. they what they're doing is exceedingly racist, right? Because they will see you, oh, you rapper, you mm-hmm. rapper. No, I'm not. But that's how they are. They have zero regard for people of our skin color either. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's not surprising to me that Mexicans will tweet and say right. racially abusive things. And those same Mexicans would then have a problem if they go to the US and they're called a spick. You understand mm. what I'm saying? But that's, that's just how stupid it is. So, but during the game, right? They, apparently, in the Gold Cup, there's some some rule about discriminatory language where mm. once the referee hears discriminatory language, he has to stop the game and bring all the players into the center circle. When it happened, I didn't know anything about that. So I'm watching the game and mm. then I see the stop and I'm trying to figure out what, and the TV crew, American commentators, Jesus. <laughs> because apart from just being irritating when they're talking about football, he couldn't even explain properly what was happening on the field. I guess he and all didn't know mm. what, was the, what was the reasoning behind the rule. And 
But apparently, once the referee hears some sort of discriminatory language, you have to stop the game. And it be, the stadium announcer comes on and says like what was happening and tells them to stop. So, so that's this language from the crowd? It, 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 it apparently, once the referee hears it, it doesn't seem to matter where it comes from. So it could okay. go, if he has a player using it or if he hears people in the, in the stands or in the dugout mm-hmm. or wherever, right? So he has to stop the game. Now, I was kind of glad it was happening because it helped Trinidad because we were struggling to hold on to that nil-nil draw. Mm. Mexico was, I mean, they had momentum whole game, but they were really getting, they were trying to, they're starting to throw everything but the kitchen sink at Trinidad at that point in time. And I thought to myself, look how stupid this is. So if my team is under pressure during mm-hmm. the game and I want a break from momentum, mm-hmm. I could just, a coach mm-hmm. could just tell somebody, the crowd, say nigger, mm-hmm. say spick. And the referee has to stop and bring the players into the center circle. Like if it's like if it's little babies he's dealing with, you know what I mean? You all can't hear discriminatory language. Now these players saying all sorts of things to each other and you feel like your mother this, your yeah. father that year. You understand what I'm saying? All sorts of insulting things. But no, you use this word. No, we need to stop the game. And I'm like, this is what we do in the sports. Because actually, um, same Andrew Schultz and I'm, we were talking about this because I think probably Alex Media from um, mm-hmm. Brilliant Idiots and... and um, and flagrant. I think he is more into into football, mm. right? I don't know who you're talking about. I mean, I, as watch brilliant, he doesn't even know the game, but I don't he's, know all his characters. He's the um, he's the the person who does handle most of the technical stuff. So okay. he's, he's he's a, a, a black guy, right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sitting on me on a desk. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. And apparently, something like this happened in either um, wouldn't be Bundesliga, that probably Premier League or one of those mm. other. League. A Champions League game, or Champions the game. League, or something. So, and they, they were stopping the game, and he was he was going to say that they could use this to their benefit. I, exactly. I, and I, I, I'm losing the game. Tell a fan in the crowd to make noise, to mm. say something off key, or you say it yourself, or whatever. Mm. But the point is, say it with an earshot of the of the of the. Now, what happened in that Champions League game was different. The, the I think it's the PSG game he's talking about. PSG walked off. They stop. They they, they stopped playing they, right, 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 yeah. because of that, right? And they, they, I, I, I can't remember if they played the remainder of the game or they played over the whole game, mm. I can't remember. But they walked off the field because some trainer kept referring to one of the fellas as black, right? Mm. Calling him, yeah, using, using black to describe the player over and right. over, right? Um, but it, this is different. This is they are stopping the game. Right. And gathering in the center circle for at least two minutes and it happened twice mm. if i was mexico i would have gotten so irritated because we were they were in the ascendancy they were trying yeah. to find that goal it, it comes like like in, when they play in basketball like, like, time, like, just to break e- the momentum exactly exactly so we are and why i think the goal cup put that in place because everybody's so keen to show well we are doing something to stamp out racism but you're killing the game mm-hmm. and what is and so what, what what is going to be next we're going to ban fans from the from the stadium because again if it is i know that's what i need to say to you to get you to react or to get you to get the game stopped or mm-hmm. to get whatever you think that's going to stop and, the and trolls exactly and i think i mean with people becoming more and more sensitive yeah right then that is how I'll throw you off of your game. If I realize when I say certain words, it will throw you off of your mm. game. Yeah. Your star player, yeah. you hear two niggas and that is a day yeah. you can't focus again. Or, right. or we'll just start using different words to mean the same thing. Mm. So we'll just start, so if you're playing a game against a team from some country whose language you don't understand and they know, hey, well, if we say this word, the referee go here and say, so we will come together. And mm-hmm. So when we joking about them, instead of saying mono meaning monkey, we will say some other slang that we know name monkey and, and then there's a question of, so did you say monkey because you're trying to be... What are we getting into here now? Mm. What are we doing? What are we doing? 
this is this is this we to fight a problem that's not going to go away at some point in time we get in diminishing returns right the yeah, things yeah. we are doing are no longer they are, they are hurting more than they're helping and it's I don't know how that helps anybody. Well, but but it, it helps the people who like to propagate the, 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 the who benefit from it being an issue. Because for a long time, we had a way where if you ignore it, it'll just go away. Man, you right. understand? We, mm. we used to do that a long time. Like, yeah. oh God, just do study. Right, right. Once you pay, it comes like a, a crying child, a child looking for attention. Right, right, exactly. If, if the child cries, and you know, for a long time, we were like, no, just leave them crying. They go, stop yeah. crying. Yeah, Life yeah. will go on. Yeah. But you know, we now live in an era, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Can't we're going, the, we're going to the other extreme. Yeah. We're going to the other extreme. Now we, now we respond every time the, t- the child cries. Mm-hmm. And we don't understand that neither one of those extremes is necessarily going to help anybody. Um, you know, there was a time back in when um, Danny Alves used to play for Barca where they threw a banana on the right. field and mm-hmm. he took it up and ate it and threw the skin right, right, and right, continued right. playing. And I was like, that's what you should do when these people do that nonsense. Mm-hmm. They threw a banana on the field and he picked it up and he ate it like, there, thanks, and he threw it back. Mm-hmm. Now you think that same fan would have thrown a banana the next mm-hmm. time? Because you felt shepherd here. You felt dotish. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So to me, I think... And we the problem is that we're gonna a lot of people pretend they want they're trying to solve the problem but they're just trying to exploit it. Mm-hmm. So they're glad to see it happening. And this this is what I was, as as I wanted to get to earlier with respect to how the media goes searching for stories. Right? I've expressed this to you before. Social media has given the media a nice, pleasant tool to use to drive the narrative because they could always start a story by saying outrage on social mm-hmm. media they don't ever have to quantify the outrage they are there i don't know how many people use um twitter what, how y- users many? yeah um it, it's pretty big you know i yeah maybe 500 million right yeah. let me see i don't know if it's a billion i don't reach a billion yeah. but let me say 500 million that other social media platforms probably over a billion people general over a billion users well facebook i think they say facebook is about two billion serious yeah two billion users wow a lot um but yeah let's say in combination all the the, mm. the different platforms together let's say it's two billion users right if a hundred people post is that significant outrage, yeah. is, it, that, is that something is that outrage if, if it's 200 people if it's two thousand people if it's five hundred thousand people now is now we're talking about something else. Mm. but they never have to quantify it a good example I've, with our local media here remember um Paula May Weeks when she got uh, when she was appointed to the presidency, mm-hmm. and I can't remember which I th- I, I, if it's the Guardian if it's not the Guardian I'm sorry, mm. but um, I think it was a Guardian reporter chose to ask her about her sexuality, right? And the justification was people on social media mm. who inquiring. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> so ten people on social media could make you ask the president. A private question about her sexuality. Ten, ten people on social media saying, "Well, mm. I wonder what she is." Mm. That that is that that warrants you now mm. bringing such a question. But the media wants to ask that question because they want to write that story. Right. They want to create because those kinds of things get people. I think well, 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 and no, but to be fair, right? To be fair, you you would have been an interviewer. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know sometimes you want to ask a question, right? Yes. Wait, yes. So you say, "Um." Well, you know, people have been saying right, right, so, so, so about right, you or so, 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 right, so, so. Right. And even though nobody... <laughs> nobody might be saying it. might yeah. be five people might... Or nobody at all. It's mm. you saying it in your brain. But they don't want to come out like... Because, yeah. But you, that is the story you want. Now, yes, I mean, to be fair, I don't think I've ever done that. But it's not beyond me to do that. I'm mm. not saying I would not do that. I, I, I'm more straightforward. So I would probably just say I want to know, right? right? But 
even if I would have done that in the past, the, the point that's not a good thing. Or, and we need to be able to see when the media is doing that to us. Mm-hmm. Remember when there was the issue with um, the Prime Minister, Dr. Rowley, and some girl in some band in South? Right, right. Yeah. right. Um, I can't remember all the details, but I remember there was some dancing on. Right. right. And everybody kept... I, I kept seeing sto- on social... It was happening on social media too because people on social media were doing it. But in, in the traditional media, you kept hearing things like, you know, um, um, outrage online about this or outrage online. And I kept looking, where's the outrage? I remember I challenged somebody on social media because in my entire news feed, I just kept seeing all people making a big scene about the man mm. whining on the girl. And I'm like, I keep seeing those posts, but I'm seeing the posts of the body people who making a big scene. So I asked somebody, who it is making a big scene? Because it seemed like you just want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about that. And you want to defend the prime minister. So you are make, you are pretending that there's some, some treasure trove of people who have a problem with what he was doing. But where are those people? No, crickets. Crickets. Or then they will come back and screenshot something from a post and show it. Mm. And like, but that's a UNC activist page. Of course they go do that. Mm-hmm. Like so you you are you are saying UNC activists is everybody. 95% of the country saw that picture and didn't care. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 95% of the, of, the, of the country probably heard, hey, Dr. Ollie was doing this or doing that. Hey, hey. And I want to see the video. Yeah, nice yeah. in Denver. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Impressive. enjoying himself. And yeah. they're going on, they went, they went mm-hmm. over. But the media wants to write a story about it. So they're going to find the three, four, five, ten, twelve, thirty people and make it seem like there's some debate bubbling on social media mm-hmm. about XO. And now they start doing it in on them blogs especially. They start like captioning the posts like to, to oh well to, we're not lying. Look these posts here. Yeah. But where's ten posts? Where's ten posts then, on social media? And then how could we how can we determine that those ten posts or at least five or the ten posts they do have a particular agenda. Agen- exactly, exactly. Is that representative of even a significant op- set of opinion in our society? Probably not. So why are, we, why are we amplifying it? Why, why are they... They should be... Even if you want to report on the racist abuse... And okay, it's a legitimate story. You might be able to report it. But they are amplifying, amplifying it. Why are they doing that? Well, I mean... Everybody, I guess everybody... Clicks and views. Clicks and views Precisely. sell. Because like right now, there's a, a big debate. And I don't want to go too far off. Um, but the thing with Cuba... Yeah. Right? And... The protests in Cuba. The protests in Cuba and... On the me- in the media here and one thing and then here well you can't hear anything from Cubans but right. people like you know, people right. who have Cuban family yeah. say no nah, no nah, that is not what they say in the media is not what it is yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah. a total different story you right know? right what do you mean yeah. what they're protesting about yeah what they're protesting oh, about okay, it's right. like yeah so um I watched uh something on Valuetainment yesterday okay. I was watching something where he interviewed two two people who Cuban exiles Cuba, yeah mm-hmm. and apparently is something with they they like legit taking money from the Cuban people now, boy. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm. Um, apparently they change they they pay them in, in Cuban money pesos, right? Cuban pesos. Yeah, they pay them in Cuban pesos, but then they charging them to buy things. In well, no, the farmers, the farmers have a real problem because mm. the farmers in that's a, but that's been something they've been complaining about for some time. But it's become even harder now because there's a just like in Trinidad, there's a crunch on foreign exchange over there and it's even worse now with the pandemic so farmers remember over there when you grow stuff you have to give a percentage to the government the government takes a percentage you can't sell mm. your stuff like in an open free market because of their 
style of communism, right? So you pre you you produce and the government when you, you hand over a particular percentage of it to the government, and the rest you really use for subsistence because you generally can't sell it in the market mm. at a price. But when they pay you for your produce, they're paying you in, in pesos. But you now have to get fertilizer and machinery and all these things that you have to buy and you have to import. But obviously you can't use pesos to buy those yeah. things. And so, and because of the pandemic and the lack of tourism taking place, they don't have people traveling, bringing in the foreign exchange mm. that they used to. So all of those things are causing problems yeah, in so Cuba. Apparently what they're saying, like if you send 100 US to your family there, mm, yeah. the, the Western Union, they're only giving them 80. Yeah, yeah, because they, they have to keep foreign exchange for the government to use. Yeah, yeah. So, and they were like, nah, that's that crazy. Yeah, I that's mean, problems, yeah. Because the person, when they send it, they would have been paying the, um, the fees to the send fees 100. To send, yeah, 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 and yeah. then when they reach, the yeah, family yeah. getting short money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and so that's part of the reason yes. that they're tripping off and yeah. having all that. Yeah, j j economic issues in general. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but I mean, where you come, they hear people talk about is medication and vaccines. Vaccines and, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know they were saying. I think I think I saw something on the Economist about um about there being a faction of the of the protesters who were arguing for more access to vaccines. Mm. But I know that's not what you're talking about. That different yeah, vaccine yeah. argument. But I, like all today, I've been hearing. Um, and our local news, they're talking about vaccine and medication. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's, 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 it's gen well, but the point you were making was that everybody takes their slant. Yeah. Everybody takes, like, if you watch a Fox News mm -hmm. thing about this, oh, it's anti-communist stuff because that is the slant. That's what they want it to be about. Mm -hmm. They want it to be about anti-communism because their, their audience is generally an anti-communism audience. So they will find, even if it's five protesters who are, angling from an anti... They, they will find them and they'll report it that way. And uh, another, uh, the CNN or whatever, who wants to protect communism or, or because they know that their fans like that yeah. nonsense. Protect that, socialism. So, right, right, yeah, which right. resemble they, communism. Right, right, yeah. precisely. They will, they, will, they will push a different slant. They will say, well, it's vaccines and it's medication and it's government corruption or whatever, whatever. But that is what... General, but you, you, you encapsulated properly there. That is what the, the media does. The media finds... Um, uh, they, they would look for the angle they want and they look for evidence of that angle and push it out there. And we know, because most people who listen to, who consume media aren't, you know, sophisticated enough to know. Actually, I learned, I learned what, what they call them. They call them cognitive misers. Apparently. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> who coined that phrase? So, as, so, some podcasts has this thing too and uh, behavioral... Psychologists, um, psychologists, mm. uh, cognitive the, the, the people who don't, who are, who are unsophisticated consumers of media. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you say because they don't think. Oh, somebody says so. They speak it up and run right, 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 trying to think, think through yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. They, they have no time to to, to critically assess anything. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. Mm. And you see, especially when it comes to race, things involving racism, those those things people love. They love. They you know. It feeds a part of them, so they want that to be the case too. Mm. That's what, and mostly people who are even talking about this, they, they aren't football fans. You, you understand? Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this, this is appearing in news content that are people who they do, they're just using football now as a new. This is the new thing we're going to make into our because, racism. You thing. know, some people just forget, right? The players so racist, things so bad, mm -hmm. but yet still they're willing to give black people millions of dollars to steady, yeah, as opposed to repatriate, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, these football players, the good ones, 
They make millions. Mm-hmm. millions. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean? Yeah, from, the, yeah, the salaries. Yeah, yeah, the right. salaries. I mean, right. if they're so racist now, nah, well, well, yeah. no, I mean, cool. I, I guess what they're saying is that, yeah, I mean, the almighty dollar would mean you pay for the best talent and you do whatever. And I mean, if you're deeply, deeply, deeply racist, yes, obviously. Let me read exactly. If you're deeply you racist, would, you, you could have want, more talent than yeah, you will. You wouldn't want that anywhere near mm-hmm. you, your your football team. I get that. But that still doesn't mean that there isn't something off-putting about if if what the, if what they were if the if the thing that they were reporting was as big as they were making it seem, then yes, that is a problem. Exactly. That is a problem. Mm-hmm. But it, but my problem is it's not as big as they seem. Mm. It is you are you are trying, you are looking for it so that you can magnify it and make it into a big deal. Because I mean, you were asking about the atmosphere. I have a friend who went to the game. Well, Excuse me. Yeah, I wasn't in the stadium. He wasn't in the stadium. He was in the designated area outside. Right. Which, to be fair, had almost as many people as in Wembley. <laughs> well, not many people stormed the gates and went mm. inside without tickets. But before that, it had almost as many people as were in as were in the in the stadium itself. And I asked him. I said, "So, here you now, when the game was done, you was amongst anybody who hear anybody talking about soccer and and Rashford and them and." I said, nah, everybody was mad. People wanted to fight than fight anybody who they see looking like an Italian. They wanted to fight. Right. All right. Um, another friend of mine was watching a game in, in, a, in, in a pub and she get a, 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 a thing on the back of her neck from, she's not sure where it is hit her, but a fight because some Italian, some Italians came into the pub after and started jumping up and celebrating and then not kick off a fight and she gets something in the back of her neck. But the friend who actually was at the game, asked him, I said, so you hear anybody say anything like them niggas and them or mm. them, them little black boys, with them make we lose. No, nobody care about that. And he's black? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nobody care about that. Nobody care about that. Remember, there was Vex, they lost the game, but you think, you really think some big, big majority of football, who, fans who, who will be wearing Rashford jerseys mm. and wearing Sterling jerseys, you feel... They would be like, oh, thing, them niggas make me. No, dog. No. no. And that's not to say they weren't people who did that to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people. Yeah. If the, people like that, you feel it will flood the stadium to see them play? Mm, right, right. Yeah, the, 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 the England side doesn't have any shortage of black players, you know. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not like if it's a, a lily white team and they bring on these three black boys and. No. There are no shortage of black players playing for England. So why would people who were generally supportive of the team... Right, just trip, trip off. Trip off, all mm. of a sudden just become nigger haters. Mm. That's not real. But people wouldn't stop and think about that because it's, hearing that story feeds into their... Now. Yeah, you see, they're always racist and they're this and they're not. And then, of course, coming off of the heels of the, the situation with the Queen and, and Meghan, Meghan Markle and Meghan them. Markle, yeah. and, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't pay attention to that. Eh? Well, I, I, mean, tried, I stayed away from it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I honestly tried to stay away from it too, but of course, I consume a lot of yeah, you know, yeah. those entertainment. So uh, I know they did an interview. I didn't watch it. I didn't hear what they were claiming. I just heard that they mm-hmm. were essentially insinuating that the... the, the the royal family was racist. So right, yeah. That was all I needed to hear and I pressed it. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, of course, as I say, with that and then we come in and people pushing the agenda. I, I, I think there's a possibility that, and I'm not, racism is bad, obviously. Any sort of prejudice is bad, right? Well, we... Being prejudiced is a part of being human, eh? I know. Being, well, discriminatory, well, being discriminatory. Right, yeah. So prejudice 
is not, I mean, if, if we weren't prejudicial, then we would get into all sorts of problems. So prejudice in and of itself isn't, so isn't it, bad. Is, so in other words, if I didn't prejudge you based mm. on things I've heard, then I might find myself in problems when you are exactly what I heard you were. Mm. So it's because we're prejudicial that we sometimes avoid getting into, getting into problems. So prejudice in and of itself is not bad, but Preju prejudice based on immutable characteristics of your personality. So something you can't change. Your mm. skin color. Right. Yeah, those mm. sorts of things. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yes. So, for instance, racism and these things and... Mm. and, and sexism. Sexism yeah. and all these things, they are bad. But I'm wondering, is it that there are some people, like for instance, I think America has gotten a significant shakeup. Mm -hmm. Right? Um Till a lot of people kind of tippy to in, right? You know, we are curfew in this country. Of course, yeah, it's nearly curfew mm -hmm. time, so let's wrap it up. Mm -hmm. um, it's not Korea we live in, in here. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and America getting the shake up that they got. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there's a possibility that, you know, there are people who are saying, okay, we shake up the US, mm -hmm. that we have them kind of. Eating from our hands now, you know? Mm. Yeah. How to put black people in high places or... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah right? Yeah, yeah. So, and now we will go around doing yeah. other countries uh, yeah. that... Well, I mean, listen, that's... And to be fair, that's a pretty good tactic. And I've always felt that that's what a lot of black people have been doing for some time. A lot of black activists have essentially been shaking down white people. I think Jesse Jackson in the States has been doing that for quite some time. Just guilt tripping you into mm. getting what you want. And, you know, more power to them. I mean, we were set back. So if this is your way of getting back, I would prefer to do it on my own strength. I would, I, I would, I would prefer not to beg my oppressors to give me a blight. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would prefer to, you know, get ahead in spite of my, processor, my mm -hmm. oppressors, not because they give me a blight. But if that is your tactic, then yeah, I think, I think that is definitely an aim to, you know, we, we cry about not getting Oscars and now they're just giving Oscars out right, to black yeah. people. What does the Oscar mean now? Now it's be a tokenism. Yeah, exactly. But they don't seem to care. And as far as they're concerned, you know, they've done it. They've, they've been successful in, by, in, 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 in um, pushing their agenda in Hollywood um, um, and just media in general and in, in, in mm. entertainment in general. You, you can't, I mean, you can't find a Netflix series with, that doesn't have either a... a, a, a a woman of color or a man of color, mm. especially women. No, women, mm. women, that's another thing. That's another one of those movements that has been kind of guilt tripping people into giving them what they want, you know? Um, but yeah, that, I think that that's a, that is part of the, the ploy. And I mean, to be fair, if that's what you're doing. And working. Yeah, and working. Like, you know, if they were to offer um, um, reparations, I wouldn't say no. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do believe in that process, but I'm not going to stop you if you're going to give me. If you feel, if you want to get your white guilt off your chest by giving me money, <laughs> then by all means, brother, do we have to do? I don't have a, a big problem with it because like I say, I could understand if you feel that you, your race was set back because of these. And I, know, I don't think it will help any longer. I think it'll give reparations and in 25 years. I think if you, if you were to split the world's resources in half now, or not the worlds, but if you mm. if you were to if America was to say, you oh, know, let's let's take let's make a big giant pool of all the money and 
I know that's not how, we know that's not how it works. But let's mm. say we had a big giant pool of all the money, we split it half and half and give to the African Americans and and have the uh, other minorities and have the white people hold on to the wealth. I think in twenty five years, thirty years, forty years, we we'll come back and see the very the same situation because unless we address the the, the things that are keeping us in this cycle, I think then I, I hear you know, but I think that's a real dangerous topic or dangerous discussion to start when Kofi starts in just now. Well, yeah, you can edit that part out if you want <laughs> because it might make sense if you do that. Yeah, yeah, need to, yeah, need hmm. to, yeah, to, to dive into something like that because, as I say, um, and I think that could step on some some corn. I do, right, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't believe. My thing is, if you know you're saying what you're saying, you're saying or with a particular motivation in mind. I really couldn't care less how people take it. You know, I think that's a. I, you know, my great uncle when I was younger didn't say many things that made sense to me. But one thing he said that made sense was, if you are telling the truth and it offending somebody, then the problem is them, not with you. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm simply speaking the truth and I'm not speaking the truth to offend you, I'm not saying it to insult you. Then you taking offense at that it says more about you than it says, it says about more me. About, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. So what I'm supposed to I'm supposed to lie so that you could feel better about yourself. So, you, you know, when you phrase it that way, does that so, sound? So put away my goodness to make you feel exactly. better. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I must commit a, a crime against my values by lying so that you could feel better about yourself. I don't know how useful that is. I, and, I, and I'm not sure I'm, I'm interested in playing that game with anybody. Hey, Jude, thanks so much again <laughs> for passing through. And ov obviously, you know, we'll dive into some more things in the um, upcoming future. I mean, the COVID cases seem to be dropping a bit. Not the COVID, but the COVID cases. And um, so, you know, we could do more interviewing and be mm -hmm. in close proximity. Don't worry, it has six feet here, just in case. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> so, thanks again. We out at the Alternative Perspective Podcast. Jude Campbell. No problem. Was here with thanks us for having I, 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 I interrupt you out today, but I should have said thanks for having me. Hey, you're most welcome, man. <laughs> right? Um, I'm not going to send them to your socials because I know you're not really big on your socials. And oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have social media extracted from my life. <laughs> yes. Hey, there's a topic again mm -hmm. for the next day. Yeah, man. Thanks. Yeah.